0: Hello, welcome to the Polemia Podcast, episode two. All right, um, I'd like, today's, fuck. (laughs) Today's episode's basically gonna be about, like, amorous relationships, or platonic sex, domestic partnerships, things of marriage, things of that nature. Um, I'm trying to back off of the politics right now, especially, everything's getting so heated. I don't want to start yelling into the microphone. Not Um, yet, at least.
1: Yeah. Episode so, three, maybe. I would like to
0: acknowledge before starting that uh, a lot of discussion will be based on observational analysis through the lens of our own personal first- and secondhand experiences, and we may present ed- evidence to support some of our claims, but largely it's just going to be a laid-back conversation. Um, so with that being said... I would also like to encourage everyone sitting here at the table to refrain from using proper names of anyone they may be referring to personally, because it's not the aim of the podcast to single out, ridicule, or defame anyone that isn't Ryan.
1: I will refer to everybody as Ryan. (laughs) Male and female.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, With that being said, welcome to the episode. So, uh, Don't touch my microphone, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) I'll fuck you up. <laughs> or i'll just fuck you anyway
2: hey that's what we're talking about today
0: so does anyone want to start the conversation what? Obviously, i've got notes typed up over here and we can just oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we should probably introduce our <laughs> guest maybe, <laughs> Wait, maybe. I, I, just u- I used it. to i used to call him chase but uh now i refer to him as courtney if you catch my drift <laughs>
1: hello
3: <laughs> it's just his last name <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> that's me i'm the real chase courtney
0: uh, Chase Court. Chossie Chage. <laughs> Chossie Chage. That's a superhero the name. Chossie Chage, the Chotcher. Yeah. All right, so Ch- Ch- we have Ch- the topic. Ch- 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 Mr. Courtney, uh, what do you think about relationships in the modern era?
3: I think they're bullshit. Why? Because you I don't think get pussy? Exactly. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just think I just think it's a lot of expectations and... Not a lot of being yourself anymore. Yeah, it's putting on a mask. Yeah, I feel that. Like I've been, like the last relationship I was in, I was holding, I was wearing a mask the whole time. Oh, I feel like yeah. I couldn't tell really who I was to this girl because I was more concerned about what she would think. No, we meant we meant her before standards.
2: before the whole COVID thing.
3: Before COVID, <laughs> <laughs> same kind of thing. <laughs> no, no, no uh, I was getting, I was.
0: I got, it's uh, a mask yeah. joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think a lot of the, the reason people have a tendency to do that in relationships is because they're so quick to jump into them mm-hmm. and they don't really try to understand who the person is before they get into a relationship or move in or even get married in some instances,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's because everybody's... I don't know, I feel like it's instilled in everybody nowadays to either to fucking get to it or you're not going to. Yeah, I, that I people that. Are, People get together in high school and they feel like... They have to be together, and they stay together. They move in together. They get married before they're fucking twenty-five.
0: Yeah, there's always that narrative, and that's kind of the way things used to be. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they're practically like uh, arranged marriages back then. Before now,
0: that's uh, not even that. It's just like when things were more
1: traditional. Um, I just feel like with the with the loss of traditions. But kind of keeping that same kind of style, it's just fucked a lot of things up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is like if everyone's acting this way, when they eventually break up and move on to their next relationship, they're already acting like that, like from the beginning. So it's just like this feedback loop of people just
3: treating each other like shit,
2: (laughs) you know? Yeah. That's... That's yeah. That's pretty much how it how it goes.
3: Now and now, your relationship has to be on display as well. You need to post everything that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On all your social media platforms.
1: Yeah. um, Make everybody jealous of what you are. Yeah. People don't feel like they're in a relationship, or they don't feel like they can be in love unless everybody knows they're in love and everybody agrees. Like, oh, they're in love.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, it tends to make the relationship itself emblematic of the individuals. Mm -hmm. So it's like everything that they believe they are. And the way they present the relationship on social media is, like, who they are as people. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, and it really leads to this thing that I've noticed where, like, people who are obviously, they have awareness they're in a bad relationship. They're reluctant to leave the relationship because they're afraid of how other people will view them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everyone's kind of, like, they have this self-justification that if they present themselves in this relationship, then it proves to them that somebody likes them. Mm-hmm. and that everybody should like them because of it.
1: Yeah, and then even when they're in bad relationships, they still, you know, they're TikTok couples and all that kind of stuff. They'll, you know, they'll get together and they'll make a little video or a little something where mm-hmm. they're all happy and it's the best relationship ever. And, behind the and scenes they scenes think that that's... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They post it and that everybody thinks they're, they're all hunky-dory and they pretend that they are because they can pretend they are for they're, two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. It devolves as soon as they turn the camera off until they're, they're more it goes back in, on
2: again. They're more in love with the facade of the relationship that that's a front to everyone else on social media than they are in love with the other person. Like the it's it's not about it's not about the other it's not about the being with another person in in the sense of like you actually caring for that person and like having a relationship where you know you can enjoy one another. Um, it's it's just about it's just about the facade that's that you put up for everyone else to see. That's it, a, that's that's what it is. It
3: forges mistrust too, because yeah. as soon as you post a picture when you're with other people, who's that guy? Who's that girl? Yeah,
0: you that's know? what that's the one thing I wanted to touch on, and mm-hmm. one of the things I wrote down in my notes is like this illusion that when you are monogamously dating somebody, that you're not going to find other people sexually attractive is completely false. Mm -hmm. And if we were all just more honest coming to the table, like I've had relationships where we'd be sitting there and being like, damn, that girl is smoking, and we're both in agreement, and it's been completely okay, and there's no reason you can't do that. Right. You know?
3: Um, You can window shop, but you just can't buy anything. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I have an uncle who says, uh, just because you're on a diet doesn't mean you can't look at the menu. (laughs) 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 I'm like, what what the fuck? (laughs) No, (laughs) um, but yeah, I think that's a like everyone's pretending like they're just not going to be sexually. It's like, it's just about trust. Like obviously they're going to find people sexually attractive, right? Mm -hmm. And you just have to like trust that your partner is going to be honest with your commitment as people together. And if you don't have that underlying trust to begin with, then you shouldn't be in a relationship together. Because the second that trust is undermined downward spiral i think everybody has fucking trust issues yeah it's just like the cycle that we get into like once this Mm -hmm. becomes a pattern where you know like this is probably how this is going to end up because it's how every preceding relation relationship has ended up Mm -hmm. you're just like kind of subconsciously expecting it to happen and it kind of just manifests into your relationship Mm
2: -hmm. right i mean and that that leads to like i mean that leads to things like you know the whole like Terms with like ghosted and 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 left on red and all that all that shit and it's it's just because it's it creates this sort of like disregard for the other person's feelings because it's not about it's not about the person's feelings it's just like it's just we have
0: to participate in this social thing that is having relationships and everyone uses these familiar terms like I'm gonna ghost him or I'm gonna leave him on red or her or whoever slide up in her DMs yeah and it's just like it gives you an excuse to not even consciously think about the other person's feelings, but just act socially on like what other people do. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fucking disgusting. To say to say the very least.
3: <laughs> do you guys think all relationships are going in a more open direction? Like people being more open in their relationships
0: I'd say they're I disagree. I I'd, don't i well yeah here's the thing is I was polyamorous for a very long time and I would
3: define polyamorous.
0: Polyamory is when you don't stay sexually exclusive to one person, and people practice it different ways. like there's also polygamy or pansexuality,
1: mm-hmm.
0: things of that nature. But basically it's just pretty sure
1: pansexuality is something different. What is that? I'm pretty sure pansexuality is being attracted to somebody. It's regardless of gender uh, or sexual so identification, it's an orientation. Whatsoever. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it's basically like I'm into somebody because of who they are. You you fall in love with somebody because of their personality and who they are, and it's not really like oh I'm into guys or I'm into girls. I'm into the people I, I get into, right? Or pans? I'm not really sure which <laughs> pan flutes maybe. They're pan, pan hot. They've got, got a lot of holes. Cast iron pans. Ooh. Just cast <laughs> iron <laughs> best. And and Woody
3: and Woody, when you say uh, sexually exclusive, is that like? M- multiple commitments in relationships some people practice it
0: into where they identify as being in several relationships and none of them are sexually exclusive obviously because they are in those other relationships but some people like the way that i was practicing it is i just did not believe in the institution of a relationship based on the modern terms of how we define it
3: so Hmm. so people could question was it even a relationship
0: it's not like I had some sort of strategy to to do it like. that. <laughs> well, it's that. not a
3: strat It's not like a strategy. But like a, uh, it
0: was more like, like we're really good friends. We understand each other to some basis, and there's no reason we can't. And you just fuck be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so people would call that, in our modern terms. I don't. With I don't think it's benefits. a.
1: But like in uh, recent times, there's,
2: I there's a little bit of a
1: difference. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's a deeper connection where where you're wanting to call yourself in a relationship with someone else, but you're just like, hey, maybe you know, maybe I fuck other people,
3: maybe I just fuck other people too, maybe I'll just um (laughs) dig down the neighbor. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing with relationships in the modern era is that we're all trying to put labels on these connections like friends with benefits, polyamorous, pants, you know, whatever. Yeah, but. In reality, it's just who you're with in the moment. How do you connect with that person? Yeah. Whose business is it? Is it of others?
0: Yeah, I, f- I feel that. I feel that wholeheartedly. I've actually stepped away from polyamory because I don't think it's achievable with the way that other people treat each other in the modern era.
1: I think it's very difficult.
0: Yeah, because uh, especially I, I would be in positions where someone would claim to be polyamorous as well, and I'm like, oh, fucking finally, like we can you know, try to make this work. And then Mm -hmm. like she, she would just get insanely jealous. I'm like, well, if you claim to be polyamorous and I don't understand it, Mm -hmm. it's like, are you just sleeping with other people in disregard of the other person? And then when, you know, the tables are turned, you're just,
2: when you finally do catch feelings, I think a
0: lot of people
1: use it to deflect like
0: that. Yeah, for sure. And that's another thing too, is like, uh, I put myself into the category of like someone who actually believed that polyamory could work. And a lot of people use that as a facade in order to just like inexcusably fuck a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, it kind of puts people like, like I used to be in a hot water because when you tell people you're polyamorous, they're like, no, nah, you're not. You just, you just want to fuck. A you're bunch actually, of
3: people. A, you're actually a pimp. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No. I think there's, I think there's validity to being in a relationship and I, I think that it's possible for people, two people in a relationship to just say, you know what, I don't care if we just fuck other people. Yeah. I think I, it's possible. I've seen it work. Yeah. I, I think couple, it's rare.
3: I know a couple who's married like that. They can just, mm-hmm. swingers. They have an open relationship. And yeah.
1: I think it just takes yeah. a lot of trust. I think a lot of people are enticed by the idea because it's kind of, like, kind of fucking hot. Um, <laughs> But then they want to start a relationship like that. I think the more healthy of those relationships started as monogamous relationships. I'm kind of talking out my ass, but (laughs) I I feel like they they (coughs) probably would be healthier starting out as monogamous relationships, being, you know, forming a trusting bond with somebody and then saying, hey, you ever get tired of the same dick and pussy? (laughs) Why don't we get some other dick and pussy? Right.
3: Well, it's like if you're in a committed relationship with that person, it's it's really who you coming home to at the end of the day. Exactly. Like you go out and have sex, have fun with a good night. You know, you hook up with somebody. All right, see, ya. I have to get back home to who I actually love. Yeah, I think there's I just like this underlying
2: fear. But that's not quite necessarily. That, that's not that's not necessarily polyamory though. That's that's just. That's more of just an open, an open relationship. relationship.
3: Open relationship, yeah. which, well,
0: which is a kind of yeah. polyamory. I, uh, I it can be yeah. interpreted in many ways. Yeah. Um. But I think there's always that one definition. there's always that underlying fear that, like, maybe this person that my boyfriend or my girlfriend is fucking, they're gonna fall in love with them the way that we fell in love, and uh-huh. I'm gonna become the side bitch or the, you know,
1: that literally happened to me. So get yourself <laughs> fucking a literally lease. happened to me give us all of the names their addresses and their license plates oh i would love mm-hmm. to. social security i would fucking love to but no, no it started out as uh just me being like yeah i don't really care if you fucking want to talk to people it doesn't think- bother me i don't think you're gonna act on it and then one day i was confronted and they were like hey i uh love this other person more than you and i was like <laughs> oh well god damn. get out of my life fuck you yeah, Are that's it. I think. Do you feel like that was ahead. an appropriate response? Absolutely,
0: because you're you feel like you emotionally you were disregarded.
1: Yes. Yeah, I was ignored in many aspects, and quite frankly, it was not a good relationship, and yeah. uh, that's why I understand that's why it happened. I mean, to me, there was when a more was... comfortable relationship between the two of them than between the two of us, and uh, frankly it was a golden ticket. I mean it pissed me off and it hurt, but I was also looking for a way out. Yeah, so, I, as soon as that happened, I said, "Cool, we're fucking done. Bye." Oh, well, I think I want to I want to bring up like kind
2: of a little bit what you said earlier touched on about like I think the problem is not that polyamory is bad. It's just that people nowadays are so emotionally and and mentally broken that they cannot Handle a more complex relationship like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah
0: I, I I would I would agree. It didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it didn't help in my situation that we're both horribly <laughs> mentally ill, <laughs> fucked up
2: people. I th- I think it takes I think I tanks. I think it takes a very well all on, on from all the people. <laughs> I think it takes very like mentally sound and um stable stable people. To be able to like come to the metaphorical table and say like, hey, you know, I am I actually am okay with you. Um, I'm comfortable enough with you sleeping with other people as long as you are also comfortable enough with me sleeping with other people. Mm -hmm. It takes it takes both people to be healthy enough to be able to say that and actually mean it. Yeah, and not not turn around and get jealous from it that's that's why i generally say i don't think polyamory is a good idea but that's with the caveat of because most people have mental disorders and like and have like mental issues and and and, our, and our, especially at least in our in our age group i feel Self like self-esteem
3: so. issues if, yeah. if, if we Daddy were if we issues. were more like
2: <laughs> mentally Mom healthy hmm. if we were more a mentally healthy like generation uh or society in general then i think it wouldn't be that big of a deal but i just think I think, I think for our generation, we need to start looking, maybe looking more towards like more traditional um, relationships, because um, it it's a little bit more it's a little bit more grounded and um, and I, easier to easier to deal with. I don't think I we d- need to trend
1: that way. I think uh, the bigger issue is people have trouble when they get into relationships when they don't feel like they're satisfied in every way possible. They want that prince or princess, charming, whatever, that fulfills every single little bit of what they want. And when somebody doesn't meet that, they're more open to looking around. They're more open to uh, making excuses with themselves like, oh, well, so-and-so you know, has this thing that I really like or, you know, whatever personality trait. So it's okay if I, (laughs) you know, start hanging out with them or or fool around with them because, you know, whatever, this person doesn't have everything I want anyway. Whereas I think if people were, if people learn to be satisfied with less than perfect because nobody's perfect and you can absolutely be satisfied and in love with somebody Mm. without, you know, fulfilling checking every box, then it becomes a lot easier to say, well, you know, I might let's, I might let's look a- around or do whatever we want and be more trusting with that person when you can, you know, say that you're satisfied in your relationship and you feel loved. Yeah. And I might be oversimplifying it, but I feel like that's everybody's problem. I might be oversimplifying it, but I feel like I feel like
2: it's it's almost like I don't think that people can handle that. If they can't be in a monogamous relationship, in a healthy monogamous relationship, what makes them think that they can handle being in a polyamorous relationship with oh, multiple yeah. peoples yeah. and multiple feelings no, and it, multiple levels people of people make it out to be like, like, like
0: it's like really fun. It's not it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> I think it could be, but no, yeah, like, it, it could be, but like it'd be a lot of with hard work. with the prerequisites that we've already discussed. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a very stressful situation. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons why I stepped away from it. Another one being is like back in those days, I never fully expected myself to have a child or want that and now I'm finding myself like I want to have a child and it's like well it comes into question like if you have a child and you're in an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship how is that going to affect the mentality of the child growing up are you always going to have time to be there are you putting all of your you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you putting enough attention into yeah. the relationship I, I your family? I Actually,
1: I was watching this video earlier today or this morning or whatever. Um, it's this group of people. It's four guys and a woman that were all... They all lived together on a polyamorous relationship. And the woman got pregnant from one of the guys. They didn't know who? No, they knew who. Um, okay. And they had the kid, and they were all living together. And I don't remember how much longer later, a year or two, um, one of the guys actually got arrested for abusing the child.
0: That wasn't oh. the father? Yeah, that wasn't the father. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's
1: fucking crazy. And I think part of it, well, I think part of it was, uh, maybe none of them were stable in the first place, but also the guy, I so the, the video pointed out in one of their earlier pictures, that guy just looked unhappy. It's like he, you know, it's like he <coughs> fucked this bitch once or twice, and then she just got convinced to go fucking live. With these three other guys and, and just got miserable. Do you
0: think that was like a result of like her showing more affection towards the father of the child and him getting jealous?
1: I, probably. That's what I would assume. Okay. Uh, but hey. on, top of, on top of him just being mentally ill. I think the, the thing was like he was trying to like the baby wouldn't stop crying and he <laughs> squeezed it too hard for too long shut the fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is basically. Gonna, is she gonna shake it? Like a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fucked up. Wow.
1: Yeah, but I think it was part... Obviously, definitely, this person was definitely very mentally ill, but I think part of it was an obscene amount of jealousy that has to be in that household. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. every yeah, single person p- in p- all p- of their photos look horribly disgruntled. And how
0: do you, like it comes into question how do you think that child's going to grow up uh-huh. with, with that experience yeah. because it's like kids at a very young age, we all know are very impressionable. And mm-hmm. In a way, it defines their personality in later mm-hmm.
1: years to a very big extent. Yeah, and obviously the, the biological father is going to want to have that father-son relationship with the kid, these two other guys, or in you know any polyamorous relationship like this, where we're talking about any other partner – is either what well, they're either supposed to try to develop some connection with the kid that's you know that their partner as well, that's their partner's kid, it's just not their kid. So, what do they treat it like a nephew, or <laughs> yes. do you like treat it like a distance <laughs> from you, or then or, Mommy, or why
2: are you funk? Why are you fucking my uncle? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it
1: creates some weird dynamic where you yeah. either it, it don't even, like, get a full relationship with the child or. You do, and you get jealous of their other dad. And it doesn't have <laughs> to be Their real weird. dad.
0: And, and there's no reason you can't sit down with the child and be like, here's how like everyone you. else does this uh-huh. thing, and here's how we do this thing, and that's why things are the way they are. Yeah. But even with that knowledge, does that give the child like the proclivity to go go forth and do that with their own relationships later in life? Or is it like something they're going to resist?
1: Yeah, well, I feel like divorce already fucks people up enough, and— Step having step parents and shit already fucks with people hard enough. I can't imagine that situation where it's all in the same house. Yeah, like it's already weird enough where it's like, all right, you're gonna go to your dad's and stepmom's for the weekend or the week or whatever. It's like, oh, oh there's my stepdad going into <laughs> the room with my mom. It's like
0: if you take a whole sitcom and took out all of the dramatic parts and then like compressed them together into one episode mm-hmm. under one roof.
1: Yeah, it's like ha- you're hanging out with your dad. On the couch while your mom fucks your stepdad, and then well they just trade places and you're hanging out with your stepdad. Well, your dad fucks your mom. <laughs> and it's just like I don't know. It fucking yeah. feels weird. Imagine trying to see that kid in a few I years. I feel like we're we're focusing. i yeah.
0: right, I'm gonna let you finish your thought real quick.
2: I was, I was just gonna say it's 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 just a very like it's a very confusing like <coughs> dynamic. That, very entertaining that, dynamic. I would love to watch it, but it, it, I would feel bad for whatever voyeurism had to. Had to mm. uh, had to grow up in that it's just because it's 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 hard to it's like just just like what we were talking about it's it's hard for you know it, it, even if all of those people were stable it's hard for a child to understand because normally you're just you know a child is learning from hopefully from both their mother and their father and when they have three fathers and 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 four mothers it's a little more difficult like to get that true connection yeah. from that you need like that that one-on-one connection because you're trying to for a child like as an adult you can you can feasibly you know split your time at, you know effectively between between everyone in the in the um relationship but as a child they don't you know what I mean that's that's like sensory overload they just they won't they wouldn't know what to
1: I think part of it's the culture in um oh is it Aldous Huxley's Book the island, I think. Um, it's it's, like you think I can read? I don't. I can't read. Um, <laughs> I had this. I had the book read to me, um, and I believe it, by it, your it, stepdad. It, <laughs> mm, uh, I believe it's it's these people um, on an island, and they're very. Um, they're not like communist, like state communists. They're very. They're not quite anarchists, but they're very you know, a small, insular community. How do
0: we always end up talking about politics? And they, (laughs) well... Well, everything. We're not there yet.
1: Part of the book is very political, but in their society, it's more, it's just kind of more free and open. It's been a while since I read the book, but I remember a part of it where it was just kind of like, just a lot more open, where the kind of things we're talking about would seem irrelevant to them yeah. because all of the kids would just see all of the men as male role models and all of the women as female role models and mother and maternal figures and paternal yeah. figures and there's not you know, it's, it's just a much more open thing and I believe that could work honestly like uh, I'm you not know w- if if, if we were could. to have a small community you know I would rather I would rather I could have, see that
2: working I would rather have three dads and four moms than than just a Two mom. parents that fucking
0: hate each other. Yeah, or yeah. two parents that hate each other. Yep. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of the Oneida community in New York? mm In And, like, a, I fr- I, I'm not going to even attempt to guess what century or decade it was in, but basically um, Charles Gateau, the guy who shot President Garfield, he was, like, a part of this Oneida community in New York where, like, they were super Christian, but they were also about free love and like oh they they re- Free boy love. yeah the, the men weren't allowed to ejaculate when they had sex. <laughs> <laughs> so like in in case they fucked up was the first couple of times they had like the older women who were infertile like teach them how to have sex and how to hold the pelvic sneeze mm.
2: the pelvic sneeze
0: yeah and i'm i'm totally quoting all of this from a Manila. are video. they still doing lessons
1: actually that was part of the part of uh, the book I was just talking it's probably, about... They're
0: probably talking about the Oneida community. No, it was
1: a, I, I mean, like, it, it was, Mason. you know, talking about the society within the book, but I remember a part where um, all, of the guy, all of the boys would uh, fuck the more mature women in the society as they, like, got into oh, puberty, yeah. and they yeah. would teach them, yeah, like, that's all just,
0: that. Yeah, and uh, in this society, if you wanted to have a baby, you had to, like, apply to have a baby. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah.
3: And, I'm gonna uh, go join the Oneidas. What are your qualifications? I have
1: uh, sperm. I have <laughs> sperm. I, could, I can make a baby. It's like, baby, look at, look at these
0: genetics. I look like shit. <laughs> I talk like shit. I, I can't, can't play man. sports. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck <laughs> me. <laughs>
3: so the book, is it—is it, is it based on an actual oh, society? Hey, Taylor,
0: but you uh, click out that? Yeah, thank you.
1: Oh. Oh. We got way too loud. <laughs>
3: Is the book based on, like, an actual society?
1: No, no, no. It's, um... Hold on, let me... Because, but, like, but human no, civilization... it's, it's, it's absolutely fiction. Even if it's, it's not, absolutely
0: like, facian. that idea has to come from somewhere. Right. Someone's it's, not just going to sit here and think, yo, what if this really complex system of free love existed between a community of people? It's like, no, it's actually happened before, and it's been observed.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, all people are different, but... Seems the civilization has evolved. And I feel
1: like we're digressing a it's, whole lot it's, from what it's a, the, the it's the same guy that wrote Brave New World. So it's oh. fictional, but it's it's like one end of that's the spectrum. Book, Brave New way. World, it's, one end it, of the spectrum. It's also like a, it was, acts as a social commentary. Yeah, it, it was. Oh, yeah, okay. so Brave yeah. New World was commentary on the right. Yes. Um, Island was commentary on so, like yes. the left.
0: One thing that I like when I was typing up all these notes, I was like, I really just don't want to talk about polyamory the whole time. And that's all we've been doing. So.
3: Well we just started.
0: Uh, i'll show you 30 just minutes started.
3: in well, we're 30 we're 30 minutes in yeah <laughs> but yeah oh shit that's uh
0: <laughs> that's one third
3: <laughs> all right well let's switch it up a bit <laughs>
0: yeah All uh, right. so instead of talking about like hypotheticals of like what could or cannot happen or what's feasible let's talk about like what's actually going on with modern relationships and why they seem to fail all the
1: time bro here just uh just go through my tinder <laughs> t- it's literally the most modern you can get. You it's current what, You to date. remember when I hijacked your Tinder? Yeah, that was awesome.
0: And I was spitting all that game?
3: Yeah,
1: hell yeah. I got zero responses from any of those messages. That's because I don't know how to spit <laughs> <a> game. <laughs> He's just <laughs>
3: matching with people going, I'm real, but my tits are fake.
1: <laughs> oh, my tits are real as shit, bro. Yeah. You can fucking feel them. All
0: right. Um, mm. If we're going to mm. go back to the social media thing, like, and also the, the point I made about people are just generally going to find other people sexually attractive and that's okay. Yeah. One thing that I've, like, the the thing that pushed me, a good segue, the thing that pushed me towards polyamory is I was in such a destructive and abusive relationship with this girl that it pushed me into that way of thinking. I was like, dude, fuck this. I'm not doing this again. But, um, one thing that I've noticed is like, it, there's like, it's like, obviously like some sort of hypothetical, but I, I feel like this actually happens. Let's say, Like a girl finds a guy on her social media attractive. She's like, wow, he's really hot. I'm going to like this picture. And she likes it. And then she sees either her boyfriend like some girl's picture or get liked by some other girl. And then because she is the one that participates in that kind of mental behavior, she assumes that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. So she just jumps on them. What do y'all think about that? Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, do you like them? Do you think they're hot? and they're also sitting here claiming like I don't think anyone else is hot. I think you're my baby and I'm like you know you're what I'm saying? You're my
3: baby. You're the only one for me. You're the most beautiful girl of them all. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking
2: lies. Yeah, but I it's yeah. It it's very hypocritical and I think it's just because <coughs> like I like we've said before um I think it's just because a lot of us have a lot of emotional uh baggage and um because of that we have low self-esteem and we're very um we get very jealous, so we we know that we don't necessarily have like the we know our own intentions, but but because we have low self esteem and, and trust issues, we we see when, when we see the other people do the exact same thing, we're unable to like,
0: it's almost like believe when, them. When there's a moment of uncertainty, you tend to reflect your own personality into those moments, right? And it has a lot to do with self hatred
1: and insecurity. Oh, dude, I fucking hate myself so much.
0: <laughs> I love you, Ryan.
3: <coughs> I love you too. Um. Ha, so a lot of people are out here trying to love other people, and they don't know how to, you know, care for themselves. It's called oh the yeah, that's a, that's a good
0: point that i didn't even write about is uh, a lot of people are. Trying to jump into these relationships really fast, but they don't. Their really, happiness comes from making. They don't
3: their understand how to happy. love themselves
1: first and foremost. Self care, baby. Self care.
0: Yeah. Self-care I mean. Lock
1: your door. Light a candle. Stroke off for as long as you want. Finger yourself. Go wild. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself
0: first. Not so can, many times that your left leg stops responding to yeah, your nervous system. I can do and an when you're done with
1: myself. Go to sleep. Wake up. Make yourself breakfast and do it again. (laughs) again. again. Call off work and fucking do it again. (laughs) Treat your goddamn (laughs) self.
3: Yeah, I'm not really, I'm really not going to be able to make it today. Um. I'm busy
1: fucking myself in my ass because I love myself more than you could ever understand. (laughs) My great uncle
0: Kevin's going to listen to this episode and be like, Oh. (laughs) He told me this awesome joke today. You want to hear it? Yes. Knock, knock. knock. Who's there? Ah. ah werewolves of London. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Isn't that
2: golden? God. I love that. God damn it. Ooh. <laughs> uh,
0: what do you think about uh, breakups? Like, obviously, in most senses, like, you're in a relationship, and you, you get to a point to where you understand it's inevitable, but you hold on for as long as you can for some ungodly reason. See, that's uh-huh. bullshit. Ah, that's exactly what I did.
1: I was terrified. I've done it. Terrified. What are huh? you so I mean, afraid I, of? I
2: feel like we've all done being
0: it.
1: Being alone. But. I was miserable, but I was scared of being alone. It, it took, like I said, it took me getting actually very hurt by something that true I was expecting and that I was, again, kind of excited for to use to get the fuck out. Right. I also I could have you know months before that I had plenty of reason to end it and plenty of capability. But I didn't. I was afraid. And everyone always has that
0: option. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You always absolutely have that option. But people feel trapped. I mean, sometimes there's more valid reasons than internal reasons. Um, But I'm speaking more strictly on the internal reasons of keeping yourself in a relationship. Yeah. Um,
3: The fear of loneliness.
1: Yeah. it's, It's generally a fear of being alone. And that's why people jump into relationships to try to fix... Their own problems instead of focusing on self care, and then so they're just not alone. Yeah, exactly. They just mm-hmm. they think that they're being alone is their problem. Yeah, because it's, sometimes being alone sucks, and if you're a fucking pussy like me, you don't want to be alone.
3: Get on jerk mate, jerk <laughs> mate,
1: chatterbait. Mm. <laughs>
2: It's gonna another guy to buy us McDonald's. Been, I've been single for <laughs> yeah. been single for years, and uh, when I came to that realization and decided that I was that I was just gonna just be single, it was it, probably one of the best decisions. Like, yeah, it fucking sucked at first, and I still like obviously like still struggle with being lonely sometimes. But like, ultimately, I find myself a lot, lot happier not having to deal with shit and
0: it's really hard to find someone who understands that you have your own motives and goals Mm -hmm. and you have to constantly work on them. Because I feel like people nowadays, they tend to always want your attention or they have Mm -hmm. expectations of you. Mm -hmm. And That's why I haven't hit anyone in like five years. Right.
3: Wow. An idyllic relationship would be, you know, you both work on your separate goals and just support each other as you go. But Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah,
3: ideally. Impossible. 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 You focus on me, I work on me. Yeah, and yes, we are fuck going you towards
1: my goals, <laughs> and in return, I'll give you <laughs> a this
0: passenger. completely average dick <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that I claim of. to be good at using. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, what do you mean? You tell me every night, I'm so good.
0: <laughs> Fucking all right. Let me try to find some other point here. Let's see here. That
3: fear of loneliness is crippling, though. Like you were saying, it, it causes a lot of bad relationships. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I feel like that's just why people jump into relationships so quickly. Like he was saying, like here very recently, uh, there's been girls who are interested and I told them like, look, I don't know you very well and I'm not going to date you because Mm -hmm. I don't know the type of person you are. We might like each other now, but when we find out actually who each other are, we might not have as much in common as we initially thought. Mm -hmm. And in order for me to have another relationship with somebody, it's going to have to be somebody that I actually know on a deep, intimate and personal level before I decide like, Hey, like we should try to make things work. I'm not just going to, like everyone else does just jump into a relationship with someone they barely know
2: or someone who's like has a front or who has a mask on the entire relationship. Oh yeah, same. I'm I'm like I've become it's it's kind of it's kind of a bane on, on at the same time, but like I've become ex- incredibly elitist when it comes to like <laughs> who I'd choose to date or not cuz like it, it's just I don't I I Before, I would find myself, like, settling for, like, whatever, just to not be alone. But, like, now it's almost to the exact opposite extreme. Like, I'm Extremely picky. I'm just, like, I'm extremely picky, and I just don't... I I don't even really want to waste my time, like...
1: See, I'm kind of on the opposite side of that, where I'm cool just fucking looking. Because at this point, I want to find a relationship and I want to look for something, but I'm also not worried about not caring too much about it so i don't mind uh exploring things fucking around for a little while and being like you know what eh, fuck this i'm out i just i've
2: i've just more focused on uh on myself and making myself better to like really do that because it's like it, I, th- I feel like part of part of the problem is people do that do that and then they get into these relationships and those relationships have lasting effects on you and they i mean they do they 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 leave emotional mm-hmm. scars mm-hmm. and um
1: i love and I being scarred
2: i and just don't i don't have
1: us i don't have time is for that real i
2: don't have time for that you <laughs> know what i mean like i i i'm trying to better myself if someone wants to tag along and they're 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 um they you know they can they can help you know they can we, we can work together on, on you know, uh, work to our, towards our goals together, then that works. But mm-hmm. I'm not... It's, it's not going to be me setting aside anything for a relationship. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, I, think, I, think,
1: I think I'm kind of trying to be more passive about it. As opposed to not not passive in the sense of just not trying, which I think is also valid and have had people tell me that that's a better option um but more passive in the yeah i'm i'm looking around uh, if you know something happens it happens if I, you know somebody wants to go on a date i'll go on a date and i you know i ask people but i'm not trying to i'm not trying to find something specific right i'm just kind of passively yeah bouncing around I mean, something yeah, happens it happens I'll, I'll go on but i'll go on dates yeah um, i'm i'm i but. would say i'm actively yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of contradicting. I don't even, I don't saying even look I'm not actively for them, being passive about so. it, but <laughs> I don't <fucking> even whatever. <laughs> I don't even look for him.
2: So I mean, yeah, if like, if if I mean if if it came along where I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of interested in this person, you know, I'd I I might ask them on a date, but I don't even like go out of my way at all like to, i put like literally zero effort into trying to find someone i oh. just don't find it
1: i'm still just a little broken in searching for validity <laughs> i feel I like it. when you, i'll give you validity. when you go
0: out searching in opposition <laughs> in to what bed. Doug was saying if you go out searching <laughs> then you kind of you have some sort of like social understanding of what women in general or men or whoever you're looking for what they want and you kind of subconsciously put on that mask to begin with in order for to increase your your chances mm-hmm. of finding somebody, uh-huh.
3: so tell them you're an orthodontist.
0: <laughs> orthodontist, I make and a lot I mean of money. And, and don't get me wrong, like like that my, I'm not saying my <laughs> method. I'm
2: not saying my method is the best. Like my method will definitely probably leave me to be single for a long fucking time. Like
3: I, d- <laughs> I disagree, but Finish your point.
2: Um, Let me get one of those beers. Uh, but actually, can I get one too? I, yeah. f- I
3: fucking love you, man. Um, but uh, they're warm. But I brought them for everybody. They're cold. They're not super. Warm. They uh.
2: I, I don't know. Like I, I've been, I've been single for, I mean, shit. Like I was like not even really dating someone 15 minutes for like literally (laughs) literally a day and a half when we first moved in together like years ago. And then before that I wasn't with someone since like, since like a real relationship since two years before that. So, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been years since I've been in a, an actual relationship. Um, and I've, yeah, I've seen people since then, but it's never been anything, um, I don't know, it's never been anything serious, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it it, it doesn't lead to uh, uh, my chances of, of finding someone. You know, I, I know I close myself off a little, probably a little too much, but you know, it is, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Is I can there, work on myself doing so, so.
3: Is there a certain time spent, a certain amount of time that goes by that classifies a relationship as serious
1: uh no, i think uh, it's entirely very subjective to, yeah i think it's entirely up to the two people but i do i've mm. seen
0: studies where it's like you don't actually know somebody until you've actually like been in contact with them for three years at least
1: no but don't quote Who me the on fuck that are you, <laughs> you.
0: but it, it makes sense to me and i feel like a lot of the problem like we've yeah, already Taylor. touched I know we, on
2: i know we've lived together for like two years but uh I only two. I, I really Sus. don't know you. Taylor's no idea. Sus. Taylor's the <laughs> imposter. <laughs> 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 fucking vented. Fucking vented.
0: We're all venting right now. i oh. LOL. I'll fucking vent. Semantics.
3: Because, like, I oh. feel like I haven't even really been in a serious relationship. Like, ever? Yeah, not like serious, as in, like, playing for the future real serious. Because it seems the people I've dated, you know, when I talk about the future, the it's almost like a fear of talking about that. So clearly, you're not really. That's the first thing
1: I want to talk about, and it's terrifying for a lot of people. Like, hey, yeah, yeah
3: let's not really. We're not really thinking about that's that. That's terrifying right now. on my end. I'm Personally, like, right. I'm
1: always, I'm constantly thinking about the future, dude. I went into me too. I went into my first day of work with the intention of, uh, having, having a store of my own with the company.
3: We're doing the social media thing. <laughs>
1: So, like, I'm always constantly thinking about the future. If I go into a relationship with somebody, even if it's not serious from the get-go, I'm already thinking about that stuff because I I don't want to, like, in the same vein where uh, one person might say, I don't want to waste my time, you know, uh, with something that might not work out or might not be what I'm looking for become
0: another victim to your conformity yeah
1: like I'm not gonna Get waste my down. time not <laughs> thinking about the future I'm constantly going to be thinking and seeing what I can do to adjust to it and plan for it well, yeah, because I mean, that's that's
0: definitely a part of dating it's like well I, I do it with everything and especially I, yeah. with
1: dating is vetting especially with that vetting, that's yeah. what you're, you're, vetting. you're vetting them <laughs> oh, I take a God.
3: flashlight on all my dates and put it right in their face <laughs> who the fuck are you
0: who the fuck is you? Where were you the night of the 23rd? <laughs> so, uh, I feel like we've been doing a majority of the talking, Chase, so I'm going to direct this next yeah, point. Yeah, Chase. Chausie. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm going to direct this next point at <laughs> you. So, I think, um, there's a natural urge for people to procreate. Yes. I'll fuck an evolutionary Let's standpoint. Fuck like me. me. No, because least, in she, the instinctual That's The only reason sex. sex is enjoyable is because our predecessors who enjoyed sex, they had more of it and they had more children. And the yeah. people who didn't enjoy sex, they died off because they didn't have sex. Fucking agates. But, um, but not, not... not. When it not comes to that, that understanding of evolution, unless you're not a Darwin... Of, of
3: sex being enjoyable? Uh, no, but... Just, sex being
1: enjoyable for the reason of I procreation? I think the natural
0: urge to procreate is a byproduct wait, of evolution. Wait, sex
2: is enjoyable to you guys? I cry. <laughs> it's work for me. It's it it like so I've been much. masturbating with sandpaper for the past <laughs> year. All
0: right. I think the natural arts to procreate is a byproduct of evolution. And when one remains in a sexual relationship with someone and does not have children, there's a parallel natural tendency to look elsewhere for another mate.
1: I don't I agree with quite them. agree. I think.
3: I've just never okay, really so, thought about so
1: that. So there there's situations. Where I asked Chase. I think Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> There's situations where I think that's valid. Um, where people are actively trying to advocate and can't and those thoughts might creep in. But I think generally There's still love People other. are either planning for it and it's not happening and they might have those thoughts or you know they're playing for it, or it just happens. Yeah,
0: that's more of a logical approach to it. What I'm saying is, it's more of a subconscious, like hereditary thing.
1: Well, you, mean, like, you they see, I'm always just g- fucking. They don't notice that they're not having a kid, and they just subconsciously are like, "I'm not having a kid with this person. Why not look somewhere else?"
2: I mean, like well, I've seen it they, firsthand. It happened with it happened with my mom and my stepdad. Literally, that's why they. That's why they. Broke up. I mean,
0: you, honestly, you can take Cause that they can You yeah, can take that template and apply mm, it to any yeah. relationship where they didn't end up having kids, and it would work. But Plus, every that's why I don't. That's
1: why I didn't. Don't quite agree with it.
0: Yeah, I I understand. Yeah, um, go I ahead agree go. with it. I th- I, I think, think it is. has validity to it.
2: Well, let's let's hear what you have to say, Chase. Why, why mm. do you think it's valid? I agree, <laughs> but why, why why do you think it's valid? Because I have my own thoughts, but I, I want. Well, I, wanna hear I what
3: you uh. Say. I've just grown up my entire life. You're wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. 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 All right, go ahead. I mean, Trump, Trump was right in the uh, debate wrong. with Clinton. Wrong.
1: Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go. I've always just,
3: i have growing up. I've always just had this understanding that sex is necessary for evolution, right? yeah, and continuing well, civilization. Yeah. So, like, but that that urge, the enjoyment of it, the pleasure of it, I think, you know i've grown up going to church so people hooking up the hookup culture and all that stuff I, I just it's made me think sex is one of two things it's either fun or work or,
0: or discipline fun or
3: discipline yeah you know okay so hey are you having sex for fun or are you having sex to advocate?
0: I mean, I feel like you can do both. Well, sex and sex
3: in the textbook. In the textbook, sex is reproduction to have children. And I
0: feel like uh, when we're going to talk about Christianity, I think premarital sex, in more or less, it kind of undermines the way that we approach relationships nowadays in the sense that, What's gonna happen In order for you to like actually be open and understanding with someone, you have to experience them on a deeper level, mm-hmm. an intimate level, like sex provides. And if you don't have that and then you marry someone and then have sex with them and you're like I don't maybe I don't, I don't, think, don't actually like this person. I don't
2: think I don't think waiting till marriage was a big issue when people were getting married at thirteen. Yeah. But now, mm. now where we're waiting until we're twenty to 30. get married. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying that we should get married when we're thirteen. I'm just hey, saying baby. because things have changed yeah. for the better. I don't <laughs> think premarital I I don't think premarital sex is that big of an issue anymore because it's it's we're we're a lot older now and it's before we're getting married it's not it's not the social norm to get married that early so yeah. like waiting till marriage until you're thirteen is like okay like, by by the way Doug. uh the podcast
0: is not reimbursing your ticket back from Epstein's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: <laughs> no, but like, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I think it's, I think, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like a, a lot of, um, and I, like, like I've said in the last episode, I defend Christianity a lot more than a lot of people do um, because I still, I still hold a lot of those same values. Um, I don't necessarily call, I'm more of an omnist myself, but I do still hold a lot of Judeo-Christian values and I, and I explain a lot of my beliefs through the Judeo-Christian lens. But, um, but that being said, um, I, think, I think things like waiting till marriage is, um, is a little bit lost in translation and lost in time because the society isn't set up the same way it, it once was. Um, it,
3: it's very sexualized now.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And go you, out, go you out. Obviously, and fuck. You
2: obviously, you're not a virgin. No. So,
0: where where's the line between staying true to traditional Christian values and. Deviating a little bit to kind of appropriate for it the way that modernity has that brought us.
1: That's the, it's the line between a vagina and a butthole. <laughs> the gooch. Jesus. The gooch yeah. is the line. The flesh is Also, fun gooch. Gooch. also hence, hence, as long as you fuck me in my ass. As long, as, long <laughs> as
2: you're waiting. As long as you're waiting for uh, marriage with your with your significant other, you can do butt stuff with other people. As apparently, a- anybody. <laughs> well, think about. <laughs> think about these. No
1: proper names. <laughs> No proper <laughs> name. no names, no, no no. names. No names
3: at all. No no names at all. No names. Well, <laughs> think about uh, this. Well, cri- my, my Christian values. Are, well, Taylor's right. Go gone.
0: ahead. Go ahead. Oh, there she is. <laughs> She's trying not to laugh.
3: <laughs> well, my values have been under the standing that, you know, God loves you, Jesus loves you. Yeah. And that's it. You know, this is an imperfect Until world. We're all perfect people. No, wrong. Until you. Fuck. You know if you know you, people are always talking about, well, if God knows everything, God knows this, yeah, God does know everything, so you know we're gonna fuck up in our lifetime, so I think it's important to make mistakes and be with the wrong people yeah. well i mean you you do everything you think is right, but when you, you end up realizing you're with the wrong person, I think then you premarital learned, yeah. sex in, in my case, I learned you know what type of person I want to be with that develops over time to find the right person I'm I've supposed also to be feel with. like
0: a lot of these old laws that those ch- are written words that churches like. In, That's like, not God. It's That's part of their indoctrination. Um, not only that point, but
4: mm-hmm.
0: more or less the way that I understand Christianity is the coming of Christ was supposed to, like, replace all of the Mosaic law. And it's, as long as you treat yeah. people the way that you want to be treated and you acted in the way of Christ and you believed in him, then you were guaranteed a spot in heaven. That's exactly as right. As long you believe but other, in but him. But churches nowadays, they're so fixed on Old Testament teachings that they're, like,
1: protesting gay Marines funerals like the Westboro Baptist Church I've I've literally I've had a conversation with a devout Christian where I posed the question to them so I don't agree with everything you believe but do you agree with me in saying that if you live a life of love focused on being a loving caring person to all you are a good person (coughs) you go to heaven and this devout Christian said no no, you just have to accept and love Christ.
0: So you can accept and love Christ,
1: and be, you can accept like, and love. And man. according yeah. to this person, you can accept and love Christ at the last moment and get into heaven.
3: I disagree and with his I, answer. Whole I, I think yeah. that's
1: yeah. fine, well, I guess, but I I think it's much more important <laughs> I'm to a, live a actually, life I'm full of love. We're we're
0: kind of yeah. deviating a little bit from the topic, so let's uh let's try to re- rewind so, here a bit.
3: Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, it was it was more so on the premarital sex thing. It, it's you do it, you do it.
0: <laughs> Everyone does it. You know,
3: Dude, come why you're in the why Buy the situation
1: when you can fuck for free.
3: <laughs> I was in the situation, and I could have easily said no. I don't know about you easily, but I chose not to. I wouldn't have let you. I had sex with that girl. I wouldn't have <laughs> let you. <laughs> <laughs> I have you think you. you, you think you had? Dude, I had the first time I had sex. the The girl I was with, she. She had actually apologized. I was like, "What are you apologizing for?" She was like, "Well, you were trying to hold these values till you were married." That's kind of cute, though. That's it adorable. was cute. The first
0: time I had sex, it was uh, the condom broke. <laughs> when, All right. Like, when I when I nudded and pulled out of her, it was very obviously like, not. Uh- <laughs> Not, there was no integrity to that condom anymore, <laughs> and I like told her, and like we were like fifteen, and we didn't really know what was going on. So she like took a shower, was like trying to wash the cum out of her <laughs> vagina, she was like crying the whole time. And I'm just sitting in her room listening to her cry, like very loud. <laughs> and then like we ended up telling her mom about it, <laughs> and then she was like, Jesus. "Y'all will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, be fine." Thank God for that woman. <laughs>
1: It, yeah. was, it was really funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had simply learned that in a world as imperfect as ours, you're just going to find a lot of wrong people before you find the right person. Every yeah, woman is okay, the wrong woman until she's the right woman or whoever you're looking yeah. for.
1: I think a lot of people don't think that's okay. And no. they have trouble with the feeling of wasting their time. In no. the last relationship I was in, it was expressed to me several times that They, when I expressed doubts and, and just feelings of expressing curiosity of what if life leads a different way for us? Like having these conversations. Very normal. Yeah, exactly. They, that was met with um, them being said, well, if you think that, if you even think that, why am I wasting my time with you? It's like, well, what does that mean? What are you wasting (laughs) your time? You're investing your time. Why I'm having to see what happens with it. And even no. then if it doesn't end there's no
0: reason you can't be friends with these people. I'm friends with every one of my exes except for one of them. I finally and that's because she physically attacked me.
1: Yeah, I finally told uh my ex that I don't don't want anything. No, I don't no, want anything. I'm aware of me. that situation. Just and I think it. that's a smart move. Yeah, I'm just fucking based tired on the of situation. It. It's just fucking but. ridiculous. However, in other situations, yeah, I absolutely Remain friends with people, and it's not affected and our relationship in it any way. pisses
0: me off. It's like you date people after that, and then they're like, "Oh, you're friends with your exes." Either that, or like you're friends with women in general. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. You can't do that. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like,
3: That's another thing that happens in the relationships in the modern era. Once, if you're like a girl and you start dating some guy, all of a sudden, all your guy friends don't exist. Mm-hmm. As yeah. soon as you start dating someone, you're just like, oh, well, I can't talk to my guy friend anymore. We know somebody like that.
0: But you also have to understand that, like, yeah, a lot of people are kind of just, like, putting you, that person, on the back burner. Like, eventually, I'm going to get that pussy. <laughs> or I'm going to get that dick or that asshole or whatever you're into. Yeah. Um... But a lot of people are just genuine people, and they actually just enjoy being in people's company. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, it pisses me off to such an extent that I spend so much of my life with somebody, and I understand and love them, and then they get into a relationship, and then they just they're gone mm-hmm. until they're back, and yeah. then they're gone again. Yeah, yeah,
3: and they're like, "I've missed you." And I was like, "Well, it's I'm like, still here.
2: Well, it-
1: I've been here the entire time. You chose to leave." <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I think that's indicative of that person. Not actually quite giving a fuck. Sometimes I think their 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 attention gets pulled right their attention gets pulled away, but I think generally mm-hmm. it's it's there's
0: a there's a hard difference between having your attention pulled away because obviously having a relationship takes a lot of effort uh-huh. and time. Yeah, and yes. it gets swept up in it. it being be very scared enjoyable. that yes. this dude you're dating or this girl you're dating is gonna get mad that you have friends uh-huh. and then just like pre up pretty like presumptuously like just cutting off all ties with the opposite mm-hmm. sex.
1: Or whatever your sexual proclivity is. Well, that, and I think there's also, um, where people have friendships and relationships where they are just, they have, they're friends of that person on the back burner of fucking them. And then once they get into a relationship or their friend gets into a relationship, they're like their friend, they're like, well, I mean, I'm, what's the point in talking to that person until they break up with their, their whoever. Yeah.
3: Mm.
1: It's just
0: the fucked up world we live in. It's awesome. Like relationships. It's fucking sure. awesome. Um, Does anyone else find it really ironic that a lot of people in our age group put themselves in a position to where like they use online dating or not to say that's always inferior than like traditional means of going about relationships and finding them and like getting fucked up at a bar to go home and sleep with somebody, obviously putting yourself in the position of having a one night stand and the next morning, like expecting them to want a relationship with you after Mm -hmm. they don't even know who you are. Mm hmm. Well, so I like a lot of people in our age group do that.
2: I just want to bring up yeah. I think it's I think it's uh in a lot of ways um and uh, maybe you might not agree with you know some of you might not agree with me but um in a lot of ways a lot of people are are scared to do that and um Should I would say which. it's it's I would say it's a lot more so men are scared to do that nowadays it's because you can easily get framed for for rape and sexual assault by doing that. Say scared like, to hook up? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mis- no, I mean, or at least, mm-hmm. at least, just be called misogynistic for trying to hit on a woman. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like that's another topic we'll probably get into. I mean, yeah, for sure. Episode. But I think it's,
2: I think it's, it's, um, it, it, it's a good thing to be like brought up and said when. For sure. That it, it definitely, it definitely affects the framework of, of how relationships work nowadays. Yeah. Let the
0: Let the record show that, like, in order for you to like show interest or try to start a relationship or some sort of intimacy with somebody. You have to make some sort of move. And for the other person to just be like, they, you can reject them, and that's cool. Like Everyone can go home at the end of the day and be an adult about it. But if like you're just instantly like, I don't like this person, and I'm just going to like ruin their life, that's really fucked up.
3: You will rue the day, Carly Shay. Rue it.
0: Uh, I, Carly, right? Yeah. <laughs> With nevelosity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What a throwback.
0: No, I feel that wholeheartedly. There's definitely a huge hypocrisy with that, too, but we will definitely get into that. Oh,
2: trust me, I have a lot to say about that.
1: Yeah, we'll get into that in a later. Well, in my experience, you know, I get the phone
3: number, and they just don't text back.
1: Look, as not a rapist, (laughs) I, too, have a lot to say about that. As not a rapist. Not a rapist, nor a racist. Sounds like something a rapist racist would say. Look, as somebody whose name starts with an R, the rest (laughs) of my personality traits, none of them start with an R. What about Responsible. No. <laughs> <laughs> Reso-
0: respectable. No. Misogynistic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, retarded, yes. But
1: that's an exception. There has to be an exception to the rule. Racist? Oh, Rapist? No, not any of those, though. Uh,
0: I don't even remember what direction we were going in. I don't know. Let's see. What else we got here? All right. What about the right to privacy and uh in a relationship, people, yeah. People feeling obligated that they have the right to go through other people's phones.
3: Oh, dude. Oh, I, that's I, a good question. This,
1: I think it's it, insane. I, I think, think it is too. Now, I, I will say, I don't necessarily have too much of an issue with it. Once I got comfortable with uh, with somebody, I've given my phone to somebody and just been like, "Hey, put you can put your fucking fingerprint in my phone. I don't really give a shit. My phone's gonna be sitting around. I don't really care if you pick it up and use it and text somebody or." or call somebody, or, you know, if you need to use my phone, fucking, I don't care, I want you to be able to, because I wasn't worried about that, but I've also seen people
3: where, huh? You feel like sneaking through everything in there. Yeah. Going through all their shit. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not
0: always the case to where, like, you just want your privacy respected, that you're hiding something from your significant other. Well, yeah,
1: and I think a lot of people use that, whereas it was completely um, given like in, in, in my relationship where where I said, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. And, and they said back to me, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. As opposed to um, somebody saying, hey, give me your passcode. I will give you my passcode. We have to be able to look through your phone and, and you have to be able to look through my phone. like, Or I don't trust you, which I think people have used before yeah. to force their significant other into letting them invade every part of their life because they don't trust them. In the, With the veil of saying, if you trust me... But it's actually saying I don't trust you. And not only All I'm like, saying
2: is your wife of 15 years could just be a Russian spy. So giving them your phone could be a very bad. That'd idea. Be kind of hot. <laughs> hot. What's that movie
0: with Angelina Jolie?
2: Salt. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking is just it? more like the Americans, but both of them are Russian spies, so it's okay. Oh, that's a good. Yeah,
0: show, I want to watch Mr. and Mrs. Jones. There's that new Sasha. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, his new TV show where he's a spy. Have you seen that? Nope. I've just been watching Queen of the Boring
3: South. have
1: seen yet. What's
3: that? Oh, it's a show about <laughs> this Mexican drug cartel wars and shit. Nice. That's fucking hot. It's but intense. Yeah. We're digressing again, but
0: like, going <laughs> off of that point, not only is it very, like the beginning area of a relationship is very delicate, but also just the relationship itself. You need privacy, and you don't have to have the exact same idealism or likes. In fact, I feel like it's that difference that... Create some sort of intrinsic like quality to the relationship that makes it feasible. Mm-hmm. You do,
1: you do, but some people abuse that. And I won't say, I, I maybe that's the wrong wording to say they abuse their right to privacy. They definitely exploit it. But yeah, yeah they exploit it to, you know, maybe say, you know, trust me let me have my privacy and that entire time they're behind their passcode like, they get into the next relationship and uh, yeah then, exactly yeah. so and one person does it to, to one person and they automatically they don't trust that anybody else yeah so then they find one person that's like hey legitimately i want my privacy i'm not texting other people you know or in that way i'm not looking for other people or anything there's nothing for you to find on my, you know, in my phone or my computer or whatever. I think but it's just something I still deserve that privacy.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's something that you it has to be like on a case by case basis with the person you're with. You have to just talk about things like that. I don't it think is, it's but I, th- I don't think it's a problem if if both people decide that they want to have their phones open and like be able to look through them you know what i mean i think if they both decide that that's what they how they want it then fine yeah
1: as long as nothing is leveraged against another person to say
2: you have to
1: right exactly
2: um i i i don't necessarily see it i i don't really know i don't i've never really like wanted to go through my significant other's phone Um, i
0: didn't up until the point to where it was demanded from my end
2: I mean, yeah, I if it was demanded from me, I would definitely want I would definitely want to want. And it's not even that, like, I'm trying but. to
0: be petty. It's just, like, when you're in an abusive relationship, you tend to start reflecting the virtues yeah, exactly. of the other mm-hmm. person.
1: I, I'll cop to having done it before. Near <laughs> the end of my relationship, I picked up my ex's phone, not my ex at the time, um, to see the messages they were sending with this other person. And I didn't get mad about it. I didn't, you know, turn it around on them and show them and say you know fuck you but i did look and i did take note of it and was you know took note of the direction things were going and i didn't necessarily discuss it with them
0: we're talking about this on a moralistic view of it there are like just on a hunch if you go through someone's phone there might be a chance to where you discover something i was
1: was i was definitely being immoral no, no, that's Purposely. what I'm saying.
0: Like, specifically, I have an uncle who was in a marriage for a very long time, and then he just one day decided to go through his wife's phone, and uh, she was um, cheating on him, oh, you know? Shit. And it's not like there was, like, this is like a, a ma- They got married in the 90s, uh-huh. basically. So this isn't like a modern relationship where that's just out the gate what is expected. Mm-hmm. It's just one day he was, like, using her phone and then found it. Exactly, yeah. So they're, like, there, like, there are there are definitely situations where you're just gonna have a hunch and do it and find something, but that doesn't to say necessarily that you're supposed to do that in every relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
3: I agree with Doug. where like, it's who you're with at the time. Yeah, moment to moment. I think,
2: I think, I think there's something to be. Now I'm mm. not like. So when I say this, I don't mean everyone should should do it this way, but I think there is something to be said that if if both people are willing. Um, from the get go to to do that, I think it does kind of show some sort some bit of stableness with both with both parties when yeah. they come to the table and say, "Hey, I am perfectly willing for you to let you know per- perfectly fine with you going through my phone. just know that you know." I don't have any control of what other people send me. <laughs> but, you know, if you see me sending other people stuff, then obviously. Yeah, my but friends like, send
3: me a lot of racist stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I think and It just looks like be, I'm responding with racist stuff. I <laughs> promise. I, think I think there's something to be said
2: for for people who can uh, agree to, to be open. Mm. And, like, I'm not saying it has to. And I, and, I, and I would almost bet if both people came to that uh, agreement, I bet you they wouldn't even really look through each other's phones at all. That's another if thing. If at all,
0: that's a point that I didn't even think about. Is that no,
3: just don't feel the need. If to. someone
0: sends your significant other something, mm-hmm. then you're like they automatically assume that it's like a, a like a prolonged conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? Like right. they asked for it or they yeah they, they requested. And that's not always true because we all know that like unsolicited dick pics specifically is just a giant thing for some reason mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's fucking hilarious
1: that
2: someone would do that it <laughs> kind of is
0: I know it's, it's really, I know it's fucked up it's but really, I know it,
1: it's it, a, is, a real icebreaker
2: <laughs> it really is I send Ryan unsolicited dick pics all the time
0: mm-hmm. I've, I've been <laughs> in groups where them. like this
2: girl's like oh this guy just sent me an unsolicited dick
0: pic and I'm like give me your phone and then I go to the bathroom and send him a picture of my dick. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got you to gotta bring karma to the universe because it won't do it by itself, yeah. regardless of what the Hindus. you. Gotta you got to be the karma. You got to be the
3: karma. I the just world. don't understand, you know, the thought process going through. Like, you know, here's this girl that I just matched with on Tinder, whatever. The first thing I'm going to do is send her a picture of my cock. Like, I'm just, here's what's on the table. I'm here to, I'm
1: here to impress and disappoint.
3: Take it, or, take it or leave it. I love that.
0: I, lo- I saw this meme where it was like this Tinder conversation, and he they matched and he immediately matches the girl and was like, "Hey, girl, are you looking for some really <laughs> mind blowing sex?" And she was like, "No." He goes, "Then you came to the right place." <laughs> uh, yes.
3: My roommate was uh, saying he was gonna match with people on Tinder and be, and be like send them unsolicited dick pics, and it would be a picture of like Dick Cheney.
0: That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's
3: you can't even funny. send pics on Tinder. No, you can't. No, but like Snapchat, whatever. Bumble, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like people, people put their Snapchat
1: on their Tinder bio, and then like right under it, they're like, please don't send me dick pics. Like, that's like, okay. Like, oh, but Why don't, of, don't you just give out like, your Snapchat mm-hmm. when you match with somebody? You know,
2: for <laughs> the longest time, like, I didn't even think that that was like, a th- like, an actual oh, yeah, thing dude, that, I like, didn't people, I, I was like, I was like there's no way that many dudes are sending dick pics to, like, just- oh, it's true,
4: but, oh, it but
3: is. like, a, it's wild, I, it's, like, it's so a problem, wi- like,
4: who,
2: you ever like-
0: been on Omegle
2: recently, Jesus Christ,
3: dude, I, d- have you ever been on YouTube and watched, like, people going on Omegles restricted sites and just doing the reactions or some shit, yeah. they just talk to random strangers and there's
0: shit. just so many people they're like, that are just like, here's my dick,
3: and be like, put your thing away, me and
0: Ryan. Tears. Me, Ryan,
3: Taylor. Uh well, that's how you, that's how you get Jess, a conversation Jake,
0: on a Is was that everybody? uh uh-huh. We all got on a one time because yeah. we were just like really drunk and we're trying to have fun and this guy was like jerking off of the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> and then the entire time we were like, oink for me. <laughs> and then eventually he started oinking and we we're like, and then right as he was right <laughs> as he was ejaculating, I was like, grandma feed. <laughs> he was like, oh, you just ruined it for me. And I was like, have a nice day. <laughs> I next.
1: next. That was fun. It was a good bonding experience. Five friends watching a stranger fuck a flashlight <laughs> the bus.
3: I really love you
1: guys. <laughs> almost. If Taylor would have shown her ass, we would have had free McDonald's. Taylor.
3: My ass wasn't good enough.
4: <laughs> That's how
3: you get I the see, conversation. How right? never... You see the dick pics on, and then then they click and then there's just you just your face you're going to be like so how many dick pics did you see to get to this face <laughs> have you ever
2: like noticed like it when you're on omegle like besides like the other half that are just dudes masturbating um how like it's like you you're like you're talking to them and they just they're just like it, it's almost like they're just not comprehending you at all like it's just like it, they they just seem lifeless Doug, fake i think those are fake Doug, accounts are you yeah. are you actively trying to have conversations with no, bots? no like like when i was like when i was like younger like
0: Guilty a teenager doing like that obviously once. everyone's hey, on hey check out and, this link so like last What's year
1: that?
3: <laughs> just enter yeah, your credit year. card number you don't have to buy anything <laughs> no
1: it's uh-huh, just like i don't what,
2: know, you honestly it's more more of a like i don't know more of a just it's not even just um um and stuff it's like literally just even in person it's just like i don't know I just feel like they're oh, NPCs, you meet a
3: robot. Just NPCs. Like, yeah, why are you talking to me if you're not gonna? They're just like show any actual people, though. Like
2: actual yeah. people, just like you start talking to them and they're just like.
0: But also, just shows that like they do that so often. That's the only way they know how to jack off anymore. Is <laughs> they just get on a meagle and they beat it and right us. Yeah. They're about to climax. They wait and they wait and then a split image of a girl comes up and they're like, "Oh yeah."
3: I've been on a few mm. first dates with a few like robot people, and I really think it wasn't necessarily. They're just dull people. I think they're just extremely nervous or shy people, so they t- kind of just. Kinda I mean, maybe I don't know. The, the, maybe this,
1: this fucking guy I work with is a robot. He's I don't a really robot. see oh, okay. how. So, they, but, I mean, there's robot broadcasting people. Broadcasting
2: yourself
0: but. jerking off as a shy act. No, well, we're, not I'm talking talking about about, like, we're not talking
2: about that. We're it. We're just talking about in general, like generally people, like, um, <laughs> like. We've digressed so far, but um, <laughs> th- we're just we're we're not really Sorry. talking about like. <laughs> Like people masturbating on Amigo anymore. We're just talking about people <laughs> in general being like. Well, why aren't we
3: talking? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm doing it right now. It's important. Why aren't we talking? I I'm go, just talking go. about like. I don't show my face during that because I'm shy. <laughs> I'm just talking about people exactly. more in general,
2: like when you're like when you're talking to them, just like yeah. being like the, the 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 like the meme, the the stereotypical like NPC meme kind of like you're talking to them and they're just kind of like they have that like fluoride stare, if you will, and they're, they're just like everything you're saying is just kind of like they don't, don't blink.
3: Know.
0: Yeah, I feel that. That's they, just like a lot of people, right. though. Yeah. It's like... Like, all right. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you're at a bar, and then, like, this girl's hitting on you? and no. then No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you go into deep history of no. the East no, side no, block, no, And no, then no. they're just like, And then, uh, <laughs> and then sh- she starts talking. Derek, when'd you get here? And she doesn't really have any... And that's not to say this is all women at all. This is very particular people. And they just kind of don't have their own thought process or they just kind of reflect everything that's like socially normality yes and they're just like yeah I can't have sex with you not because I don't find you uninteresting because I feel like I'm taking advantage of you
3: (laughs) people with no original thoughts yeah it's just like (laughs) no challenging the norms
1: yeah dude I 100% agree I, I don't even need to think about it I agree you're so right. <laughs> Give me my next thought. You're
0: being
3: ironic. Give me my next thought. <laughs> Give me sounds like thought, please. sounds like those are the people you talk to, and then they call you racist when you say something different than what they think.
0: We're not gonna get into identity <laughs> politics right now. <laughs> okay, it's, can,
3: it's only episode I, two. We're I agree. I agree. No, <laughs> we
0: all agree. <laughs> that's another. That's a conversation for a different day. Yeah. Right now right, we're we'll, talking about we'll table uh, that. <laughs> Platonic uh, sex.
3: Platonic sex. Are we though? Platonic yeah, we are sex. right now. We've digressed um, a lot. Let's define p- awesome. platonic first. The platonic, word, platonic. Fr- like
0: friend, like friendly. Like you go yes. into a sexual relationship and you don't expect any sort of am- like am- amorous relationship from it.
3: So you're just friends. You're chilling. Friends with you're benefits, fucking. as people chilling in our age fucking. group typically call it. Okay.
0: So studies show that when you have sex, your brain releases oxytocin, which is not like everyone knows this. It's kind of hard. Making you want to connect. And studies also show that women naturally produce more oxytocin, which can explain why they are more likely to catch feelings, quote-unquote, than their male counterparts. Studies also show that when you orgasm, your lateral lateral orbitofrontal cortex shuts down as a part of the, the brain attributed with your voice of reason or variance of behavior. So with all of this in mind, is it completely possible to have sex with somebody and then nobody have amorous
1: feelings towards each other. It's not for me. For men, it is. Yeah. It's not for me. I'll <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> I think... Look, it's not a podcast for junkies. I think you guys it could depends. be
3: quiet next door. It depends.
0: Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, regular... Like, yeah, there's oh. nobody now, but people who are regularly going to listen to this podcast, Uh, like, right over the wall to my left, there's a... It's a duplex, and there's just a bunch of junkies over there. It's, like,
2: literally, like... And, like, months.
0: we're not saying that as, like, a derogatory term. like... Quite literally, that all they do is listen to music and shoot heroin. Yes,
2: yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah,
1: they won't even let me fucking come over. <laughs> they won't even invite us in. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, that's just rude. <laughs> rude. Radigious. Um, but yeah. but yeah, no. For me, for me personally as a man, I can't do that. Maybe I'm a little bitch, but I thought I, can't. I could, <laughs> and I couldn't. I can't.
3: I can't do it nah, either. No, nah. I try not. Even when sex it was,
1: even you. when it was said to me, like before and during. Like, hey, this is entirely platonic. I just want you to understand this. It's entirely platonic. Coming. This is platonic. And I, I was like, I, I was basically just dead, dead. I was just nodding my head. I was like, yeah, uh huh, yeah. It sure is. You're right. It, <laughs> it totally sure is. is. And uh, by the end, dude, I was like, yeah, that was not at all platonic. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Damn yeah, I was well, like, God. feelings during. I, I think, oh. I don't know. Well, I already had feelings. No. So I, little I, little I don't remember. Fault. And
0: I would have gotten away with it too if it were for you <laughs> meddling emotions.
2: I don't, <laughs> I don't know where I've heard this from, so take it for what you will, but I've, I've heard it enough to where I feel like it's, it came from somewhere take and there has to be some validity to it. <laughs> um, See you, Dad. Is, <laughs> is like, like some, kind of what we, what you touched on is like men, men tend to catch more feelings after we've fucked.
0: I I said, yes. the, I said the opposite. Actually, I agree with them. I think I, women naturally produce more oxytocin,
2: but I think I think because men men are more just bi I, I don't know biologically. I'm pretty sure from what I've heard uh, is that men men tend to catch more feelings after they've had sex, whereas women catch feelings from. I think like what beforehand. you're
0: referring to is that women have sort of a dichotomy thought towards it. They want someone who's very like alpha male to give them children naturally, based on evolution. Yes. And they want someone who's very beta male for the nurturing aspect of a relationship. Whereas well, if, if
1: that's what they want, why am I still single? I'm Cause the biggest because you're right. you're you
3: right What's, <laughs> the, what's <laughs> the next letter? <laughs> you need to essentially up? you need to be the uh, alpha. If you're
1: it was alpha, beta. Uh, you're alpha beta omega. I know that's no. not the next letter, but isn't that the, isn't that the next step in? No. No. I don't know. I don't think
3: so. Well, it, it sounds like you need alpha to be the wolf, alpha wolf, wolf, and then wolf. until you get into the I relationship. I think Omega's the last
0: the because chad, God says the he's the, the alpha and the God. Omega. He's the beginning and the end. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, So the bottom of the pecking order.
0: Omega, right? Yeah. Yeah, God. The littlest
3: bitch. Once she has the kid, then you can become the beta male. But you need to be the alpha to get the girl in the first place in today's world.
0: Chase is drawing up some strategies right now. You He's about to leave this podcast and go to Soundbar. So I'm
3: just gonna, you know, get ripped, and then as soon as that kid's out, fat, <laughs> yeah, <just to laughs> let Daddy it all fat. go. Yep. <laughs> <dad> it up. <laughs> I
0: gotta get a bigger belt. <laughs> I'm trying to skip go. that. In first my step. Op- in my <laughs> observations,
3: it, it seems like, you know, when I s- turned 21 and started going out to bars and stuff, and people our age, it, it seems to me like men. Find themselves chasing after women more than women chasing after men.
1: I don't. I think that's I more of a flooded, about flooded that. market kind of
3: situation. I don't know. I'm
1: Supply and demand. Wait, so There's tons of there's tons of uh, cock out there. They men don't need to chase it. Like men it's catch feelings
3: easier than women.
0: I I feel like. I don't know. I feel like it goes both ways entirely. Mhm.
3: I mean, like in our culture
0: cuz I've definitely now. been on the receiving end of it where like I'm not trying to have an amorous relationship and then the oh, right. so not happening. Because you're special.
2: That's because you're an alpha male. True, I am not true an chad. alpha. <laughs> you're,
0: you're a, a daddy i am definitely not a chad and I'm definitely not an alpha.
1: What are you, you're a dad. That's exactly what a if
3: fucking happens. If anything, alpha I'm an chad apex predator. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what a chad
2: would say. Apex no, it's. I think. I think. No, I think. I think to some degree. I. I would say that like. I would say that, women, definitely, definitely like. Catch a lot of feelings after sex, obviously, but I feel like they, they tend to, men. I mean, men are just more physical.
0: No, people. you know what? Hey, Taylor, hop over here. What? We we want a female opinion on this. Right. Come over here to my seat. I'm gonna go pee, because I don't want everyone just thinking that like. We're all just men sitting here talking about this, even though that, that's kind of what, exactly what it is. That's
1: literally exactly what it is. You know, the men are talking currently. We'll, we'll
3: let we'll welcome let a woman Taylor. Talk. Welcome. Hello. Hello,
2: hello. So what? What's How your, do you what's feel? What
0: we were we talking about? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> do you think? Thanks, do you think? Thanks. Do you think
2: women catch, uh, like, ha, do, you, do you think men or women catch more feelings after sex?
1: Thank you. That's very helpful. How do you feel personally?
3: All in all, it depends.
1: I think yeah, I think it depends on the person. I don't necessarily. I mean, obviously, but like in generally, to men or women.
2: Generally speaking, like you'd say, it's about the same. You would think? I don't know. I think I think I think women tend to ease more easily fall in love before sex, and with men, it's it's they tend to like really get grounded when after they have sex with someone.
1: I don't know. Personally mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I I don't I, would say I honestly don't disagree with you, but I struggle to agree with you because I am distinctly the opposite. In, in in your eyes, I guess I would be on the more feminine end of that spectrum because I'm a huge faggot. Please fuck me in my ass. No, I would say oh, well. I
0: definitely develop more feelings after I have sex with someone.
2: Is that what you're saying? I can't remember. Okay. What you're yeah, that's what, yeah,
3: I mean that's yeah. what you're saying. That's yeah. But Doug Doug, you were saying that we would catch the feelings before. before. Yeah, th- no, I'm
2: sad, but I, I wanted to know her her opinion. Um,
3: so you're more you're more after. Yeah,
2: and, <laughs> and I, I just feel get to know like, somebody. I feel and then like you I feel like that's more of a of more of like a masculine trait, though, to like to like catch feelings after sex than then
1: i know evo- evolutionary i
2: mean not not and i don't mean by catch feelings is in like you just you don't care about them at all before you have sex with them and then magically you care about them all of a sudden well no, i just i just mean like i just feel like biologically men um uh i feel like i feel like they they see it as more of like a, a an actual potential like mate when they when they have sex whereas uh, whereas a woman don't does don't require the sex in order to um fall in love and i think it, i mean it's just because most men are pigs
3: i think yeah. human beings i think we should re reshape our society to do it the way hippos do it you know have an alpha male and then all the women flock to one and so. the rest are fighting have a harem all to the
0: reason that I brought Taylor into discussion <laughs> is because I feel like we're all severely biased, being men in expect like we're all very amorous people. Eat the mic. Unlike unlike most men, uh, men, so I feel like mm. we all expect some sort of like uh, more emotion going into a sexual relationship with people, and then it's not reciprocated because of the way that women generally are. But I also feel like from Taylor's <laughs> perspective she might be looking for the same thing that we are going into relationships and then it's not often reciprocated by the male counterpart. Would that be true? Sure. Uh, you want to elaborate?
1: <laughs> oh, she wasn't paying attention. <laughs> she didn't absorb any of that. She's fucking exhausted and still probably hung over. So
3: Taylor, we day. just said a lot of words. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you think some or other <laughs> words? Do you think words? <laughs> God.
1: I don't know if that actually was words.
0: Say something. I know what? <laughs> do you feel like you're in a position most of the time to be taken advantage more of men than you are to take advantage of men? like, like in this
3: scenario right now, you like put on the spot stuff. in a podcast.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the bullying so. a woman to talk <laughs> about her emotions I podcast. Know. I wouldn't say that. Do you do you
2: think do you, you think it would be easy? So. Do you think it's easier for women to uh, to and like to to do you think it's I guess in a, in a really like just broad scale do you think it's easier for women to like, um, choose a choose a partner um than than a male. No.
4: You
1: think it's easier for men to choose a partner? I
4: don't. Again, you you I think, don't think, it's think it's
1: just it's, you think it's just entirely evolved beyond that. Yeah. At this I point don't in our, think our society. It's
0: easier for men or women, like. I think again, it just depends on the person.
1: I probably shouldn't say this, but I was told by somebody I know that um, because I'm white, I have a distinct advantage in every way, is, and, including in relationships. True. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have one agreement. So I, I, was told, <laughs> I was told directly when I was talking about looking for a relationship by this person who is a, a black man. I was told directly, What are, what are you talking about? You're white just go find some. And I was like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> he was like, you're white, therefore, can have I, whatever I you want. And I was and, like, and, and please, Taylor,
2: tell me, if, tell, you know, t- tell me what, 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 you know, what you think about it. But like, I just feel like it's, it might be a little bit harder for men because we are the ones that are kind of like societally like, uh Mm. been told that we have to make the first move so i feel like it it creates this it creates this dynamic where like women women are given all these options for for better or worse it and it's probably incredibly Mm. annoying and you get things like a bunch of dick pics um (laughs) (laughs) but like you you i feel like women have these have uh generally speaking especially at least more attractive women um have have uh more options where even, even attractive men, it's not like it's not like women are just like DMing, you know do not I d I don't I don't think I don't think I don't think women go out of their way as much as, as men just no. because it's the side societal standard is no, that I men men make yeah. the men make the first move. They tend to at least. Um, yeah. because that's the societal standard. So I feel like it's a lot easier for and tell, like I said, tell me if I'm wrong, but I for me personally I feel like it's a lot easier for women to be like have these choices and be like okay well this this guy who's hitting on me or whatever um, f- it fits more what I want in a relationship than any other whereas like a guy we like we can we can try to sit here and like choose, but unless they bite back you know what I mean it's like it's like it's like fishing almost you know what I mean unless they bite back it's not really use dynamite <laughs> it's not really uh, I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't know if I like that. Uh, is it weird? <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> is, it, is
3: it weird to DM a stranger? No,
1: uh, nah. yeah. uh, d- To DM a stranger. I think a lot don't of people don't try to. View be
2: it part as part of the conversation over there. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of people view it as weird, though. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily weird, but I think a lot of people view it as no, weird. No, I don't. I mean, no, like, here's somebody uh, do you think think to
3: talk to me? Taylor,
0: do you feel like you're always in a position of waiting for men to make the first move? No, I know that it's.
1: You can't really perfectly capable. I'm perfectly capable of doing that. I don't feel like I have to.
3: I've met some women that do feel like they have to. Yeah. yeah. They have to wait.
0: I mean, yeah, I could see that too, but I don't feel like I necessarily have to do that for myself.
3: I mean, like, go out and get who you want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think we have devolved into... Giving Taylor a microphone <laughs> filled an hour and a half, yeah. uh, possibly entertaining. I think we could wrap it up there. Does so anybody has any final thoughts? Always wrap it up. Always wrap yeah, it up. So We're the, the speaking moral on the, moral the topic. Always wrap it up. Unless I mean, mm, unless you mm, really just don't want to, then just fucking know. <laughs> the moral of the conversation.
3: The moral of the story about relationships in the modern era is to just be like Doug. Be single. Don't date anybody. <laughs> Stay away from people. Be a
1: nihilist. Yeah, or fuck be everybody. Who knows, I'm, I'm not a nihilist. Fuck don't nihilist. <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Probably don't listen to yeah, us. To or But <laughs> listen to us next week. Uh, just treat
2: people like a lady. Eh, whatever. The right. golden rule. Yes. Signing off. Signing off. This Bye.
4: has been Kalenia. Peace.